I spent most of last week with a bunch of leaders from organizations speaking all over the place. I was down in Orlando, I was up in Boston, over in Columbus, Ohio, and one thing kept popping up. Leaders right now are struggling to keep their head above water. They, they literally are just telling me everywhere I go, we're just having a hard time not working in the business and working on the business. And I want to remind you this week of just how much opportunity you have if you're leading a business, leading a team, you got a vertical or region, whatever you have going on in the classroom, all kind of things. And we'll encourage you to chase high performance. You have a chance to really do some great things in your business. We're, we're going to talk about that this week. Uh, just, just review some of our high performance organization content. I think it'll be really good for some of you. So Welcome to Chasing Greatness. I'm glad you're with us. This is going to be a good opportunity for you to level up some of the things you got going on. And we want to start uh, by just doing a couple of things here. I want, to, I want to remind you that high-performance organizations have some things in common. They, they're not just winging it. They're, not, they're really not flying by the seat of their pants, so to speak. I think so many times we, we feel like we are. We're just, we're just putting out fires day, day in and day out. It, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. There actually is a, is a way to play a different game. We use the metaphor of, of chess and checkers. I think checker playing, you know, fly by the seat of your pants kind of game. You're just having a good time. Every piece does the same thing. There's not a lot of uniqueness to the, the way they move. Chess, much more thoughtful. We've got to think a few moves ahead. And I think in our business it's that way. There, there's times that we get so busy – we, we confuse activity with accomplishment. We're doing the same thing day after day after day. We really don't realize how much of an opportunity we have to, to chase high performance, to build a high-performance organization. Now, I want to define what I mean when I say a high-performance organization. I, it's one capable of harnessing the collective talent of everybody, the energy, the passion of the entire workforce to achieve, to achieve consistently remarkable results. When you think about your team, you think about your classroom, you think about your organization, whatever it is you have going on, is everybody pulling in the same direction? Is everybody, the, the collective talent, energy, and passion of your entire whatever you got going, are they achieving consistently remarkable results? Or you got a few people that are in, but a few people that are out. You got some people that are engaged, some people that are just kind of halfway. These, these owners of these businesses last week said, we're, we're having a hard time finding people to to want to do what we're doing, and I and I reminded them that's a leadership issue. A lot of times, it's not it's not that that people want to wake up in the morning and not try, not not be very committed. And so, uh, let's think about what what we could do here. Now, let's say you're the leader. We're gonna we're gonna make you the leader, the listener here, the leader. And then you you've probably got a team around you. Last week we talked about what are some things you can do to develop the people around you to become leaders as well. And so let's say you got a leadership team around you. That's great as well. But but what would it look like if you get all the team members in your business, all the team members in your organization, all the employees pulling in the same direction? You talk about a competitive advantage would be incredible, especially now. We're down to I think I, I saw last week, I think I even shared this last week. I just heard this last week. We're down to seventeen percent of people in the US workforce now are engaged at work. If you've got eighty three percent of your people that are not really pulling on the rope with you, you, you got a problem. I mean, it's, it's really hard to do what you're trying to do. And so as you start to think about your organization, is everybody aligned? Is everybody in on it? Are you even in on it right now? I mean, it's, it's, I got to ask myself this question. Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? You're the leader. You're, you're, you're responsible for setting the pace for everyone else. 
But then when you begin to build your team, there's there's some things that you, you've got to do. And the first one of those, we think the foundation of the whole thing really is the leadership play. It, we say you, great organizations bet on leadership. They, they do everything they can to grow their leaders. Growing leaders grow organizations. That's, that's how an organization begins to grow. Now, how do we... How do we bet on the people around us? Well, let me let me ask you a question. I want you to go back in your in your memory bank here. Think back to your your first time somebody bet on you. Who was it that bet on you? Who was it that gave you an opportunity? Who was it that gave you a challenge? Who was it that said I believe in you? And and how did they invest in you? I mean, maybe it's through some you know verbal affirmation. Maybe they gave you an opportunity. Maybe they promoted you. They gave you a job. There's a lot of different ways that people bet on us. And then I would ask you, who are you betting on right now? Who is the person that you are you are building who, who's going to eventually move into a spot? We call it building the bench. Let's think about all these games that are going on right now. The baseball's going on right now, and the playoffs, we're heading toward it. Uh, Braves, I'm, I'm hoping we get a World Series again. That'd be great. They've been amazing this year. Uh, we've got, we got uh, football games going on everywhere. It's it's. You know, every weekend, every day, it seems like now there's games on. Let's think about this concept of building the bench in the sports world. Uh, if a, if a, you know, you watch a football game, the next game you watch, if if a player gets hurt, the coach has basically got a minute to get them off the field. They got a, the the play clock starts, and they've got basically forty seconds to get the next guy in the game and ready to go. Imagine somebody going down in your business; they can't come on Thursday, or they can't come, you know, next week. They're going to be gone on vacation. And and we do we have somebody that can take that person's place? What if somebody leaves your business? Do you have a bench ready of talent that is ready to to move into that next spot? And and I th- I don't think we think about this enough. We don't we don't develop people helping them, you know, be ready to take over. We don't we don't really place a priority on preparing future leaders. We just we we referred to a Mark Miller and I were talking last week. We referred to a study. We're doing some video stuff or some content we've got coming up and and mark referenced a study there's been a global study done recently that 30 percent of of people or i'm sorry 50 percent of leaders don't feel like they have enough um leaders for the future in their business owners leaders of departments whatever they don't they don't feel like they have enough leaders for the future here's the stunning thing 30 percent of them said we don't have enough leaders for right now are you in a situation where you don't have enough leaders for what it is you're doing? Is your organization placing a priority on preparing future leaders? If not, you're going to have a shortage of leaders, and if you have a shortage of leaders, you're going to have a shortage of results. So we we got we to come to a place where we're, we're putting time on this. We're putting priority on this. I'm going to give you a way to think about it in just a second. And then, and then I would say, do we have an effective process to help leaders grow? I mean, it's one thing to say we're going to place priority on it, but do we have a process? A priority and a process, you put them together, and it becomes powerful. But if you just have a priority and you don't do anything with it, or if you have a process but you don't make you don't you don't work the process, either way, you got to have both. And so, let's let's start by with with one thing today. I want to I want to challenge you to define what you mean when you say leadership. What do you, what do you mean by that? I googled it the other day. You Google this now. You Google leadership. Eight billion hits. It was crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's over 8 billion opinions on what a leader is. And and I think in our organizations, we don't maybe we don't have 8 billion, but if we've got 100 people, we've got 100 different opinions. What if you just said we're going to have a common point of view on leadership and we're going to define it? You get to decide what that is as the leader of your 
you know, your, your enterprise, whatever you got going on. But if you can get a common definition, we use a picture of the iceberg. We've, we've talked about it on here before. I love the picture of the iceberg. There's, there's stuff going on underneath the water. We say 80% of leadership is the character side. That's the part that nobody really, they, they, I say they don't see. They, they actually do see it. It shows up. They feel it. It's your presence. It's, it's your character. It's your integrity. It's your heart. It's, it's those heart habits that we talk about, being teachable and positive and responsible and, and, um, and courageous and, and really thinking about other people first, being a servant leader. Those are, those are, that's a good place to start right there. If you don't have a def- definition, you need to decide what kind of character are we looking for in our leaders. And then the skill side, that's, it's, it's not enough just to be a good person. You've got to be able to you know, cast vision and, and, and lead meetings and develop people and solve problems and a lot of skills there as well. So it's, it's both ends. So as you start thinking about your leadership and your organization this week, do you have a priority on building your bench? And if so, do you know what that means? I mean, it's one thing to say we're going to build our bench, but it's another thing to say we're going to have a common point of view. We're going to define the character that we want. We're going to define the skills that we want. And then we're going to look for people who are emerging leaders. We'll talk about a way to identify those, those people tomorrow. I think it's going to be, it's going to be eye-opening for some of you as you think back to some of the people in your organization, some opportunities you have to develop people. So, I'm, I'm after last week. I'm fired up about this this topic of developing high performance organizations. It, it, I'm I'm just convinced that the government's not about to fix all our issues. Education's struggling. There's I mean it's just everywhere I look. There's just people struggling. What if your business became a light in your community? It became a place uh, that doing business or doing good is actually good business. It's 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 a way for us to add value to people's lives their families, our communities. We can create profits. Generosity can follow. All kind of things that we can do there. So let's let's start building high-performance organizations. They don't just happen on their, on, our, on their own. We say hope is not a strategy. You can't wake up tomorrow and think maybe things are going to change. We've got to behave our way to high performance. It starts by defining what we mean by that. Let's create some remarkable organizations where the collective talent, passion, energy of everybody on our payroll – is aligned toward our common definition of leadership. And then we'll start creating a bench of talent that's going to be able to take those spots if somebody leaves or somebody gets promoted. As you grow your business, you're going to need more more leaders. I'm convinced of that. It's up to you. You can have them if you want them, but you got to go build them. All right, love you guys. I hope you'll share with somebody. I hope you'll join us tomorrow as we continue to chase greatness together. 